Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors at Griffin Air Conditioning. Griffin Air Conditioning offers the highest quality of air conditioning sales and service across the Sydney metropolitan area, providing installation and maintenance to commercial, domestic and industrial customers. Working with this team, you'll be guaranteed the latest services, technology and developments in the industry, as well as dealing with some legendary blokes. Visit griffinair.com.au and tell them we sent you for a cool deal. That's griffinair.com.au. Welcome to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. We've put you in charge. It's your questions, their answers. Billy Slater. Uh, the next one, obviously, would be a club legend at South Sydney, and that'd be Bob McCarthy. He's worse than me. He is a dickhead in the box, mate. Honestly. The King Wally Lewis. The play against him each time was like playing against the Australian side. Dave Taylor. Uh, mate, that's a hard question. Oh, probably as a kid growing up, Chief Harrigan. I remember I met a bloke called Vince Corrales. Yes. His father spoke of and terrorised Australia, apparently, in the late 50s. Darren Lockyer, when he was fullback. His longevity is unbelievable. Yeah, it was special. Um, I'm going to have to say Billy Slater. To me, means the fabric of what Queensland's about. I see those two as two of the greatest coaches. And joining me and you on this edition of Q&A, a fellow that played 184 club games across three clubs. Five times he represented New South Wales. Eleven times he played for Tonga. But he's leaving us. I miss him already. Will Hopawadi, when are you off, my friend? Uh, heading off in two weeks, mate, um, on the 15th of November. And so, uh, yeah. Enjoying the, the sun while we can before we get into the belly of winter over there. <laughs> excited, nervous, a little bit of everything, I guess? Yeah, all of the above, mate. Uh, excited for a new challenge, new environment, new club, new coach. And so, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, buddy, some questions from our legendary listeners. We start with this one from Hawley in Liverpool. What was the key to your consistency on the field? Because from where I sat, we always knew exactly what we were going to get from you. Um, well, I think a big thing, well, for me anyway, and uh, was probably just preparation. Um, yeah, so the, the week heading into the game, I always tried to do my best in terms of nutrition, sleep, hydration, video, training. Um, really just trying to be the best version of Will Hopwadi I could be and um, I think a big part of uh, that consistency goes to preparation heading into the week. And so um, definitely was no no fluke or by chance, but um, hard work behind the scenes. 
It's certainly changed, hasn't it, uh, the preparation that, that every player goes through. And I guess as you mature as a young man off the field, that preparation evolves. Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, as a when I first, you know, come into the scene as a, a first grader, um, I didn't really have to, you know, recover much. Yeah. The body recovered a lot quicker than, you know, than it does now. But, uh, yeah, a bit more longer in the ice bath as the years went on and, uh, be more longer stretching and doing things of a recovery nature to help me prepare for the following week. And so um, that, that's one aspect that I've seen uh, definitely evolve. Mrs. 32 from Sinclair asks, playing with a famous surname, was it a help or a hindrance? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think if you know my old man, he wasn't uh, the, the most uh, well-behaved man out in society. <laughs> and so, uh, look, I think I think it brought, you know, brought attention because it is a, you know, a household rugby league name, yeah. and um, at the same time, you know, I, I wasn't too phased by it. Um, I think as I was younger, I felt a bit of pressure. You know, of, mm. you know, my old man, you know, made first grade, and here I was coming through the juniors. There was kind of the expectation that I had to play first grade, but um, I just yeah, try to do me as best as I could, and uh, yeah, thankfully it's helped me you know play a number of years in the NRL. Mate, you did you superbly. This is from the Gold Coast and Crusher. Is there one game that stands out above all the others that you consider your career highlight? It's hard to go past the uh, probably two. It's hard to go past um, 2011 Premiership um, that I was lucky enough to be a part of in the, in the Manly team. Um, so that definitely is a highlight, something that you know, I always remember. And uh, also a couple of years ago, Representing Tonga in beating the Kangaroos, um, they're probably two games that you know stand above the rest for me. If I think of highlights, Tonga versus the Kangaroos. I mean, Kangaroos fans were actually cheering Tonga that day. What an amazing experience! What an amazing game to be part of, mate. Yeah, I still, you know, sometimes uh, pinch myself when uh, I think about it. Um, you know, not to, not in a in a, in a bragging way, just. Uh, Really, uh, uh, what's the word? Just grateful I was able to, you know, be a part of a team to accomplish such a, a huge achievement um, in international rugby league. Duncan Thorne from Mudgee asks or says, "Thanks for the memories, Hopper. Been your biggest fan since debut. You disappeared on your Mormon mission and lost two seasons of footy. With the benefit of hindsight, was it the right move or the wrong move at the right time or the wrong time?" Um, for me. Uh, it was right in um, every way. Um, Love that. That's not, to, yeah. It's uh, not to say you know it was it was hard coming back because it definitely was trying to get back into shape and into the physicality of of, um, of the NRL. But uh, yeah, in every way, uh, I wouldn't change it for a thing. Because I mean, there's a lot more to life than footy, and it's yeah. taught me a lot of it taught me a lot of life lessons that uh, is helping me. You know, now being a husband and, and father. This one's from me and out of curiosity. What does a Mormon mission involve, mate? What's an average week? So uh, we'd wake up at um, 6, 6.30 in the morning, uh, do a bit of exercise, and then from 8 to 10, we're, we're studying uh, in the scriptures. And then from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., we're out uh, door knocking, uh, offering service, speaking with anyone and everyone, uh, inviting people to learn about Jesus Christ, then uh, you know, I understand. We understand as missionaries that it's not um, 
it's not it's not not everyone enjoys religion or is, yep. is spiritual and so it's just a simple invitation to, to learn of christ and uh if we people declined that was that's totally fine um it was just yeah something we felt has brought us joy in our life so we wanted to share that with others but uh yeah, a lot, a lot of doors were being knocked and a lot of doors were being slammed in my face too. Uh, a lot of service being done. But, yeah, it was, a, it was a hard experience, but something I wouldn't change for the world. Now, this is an audio-only podcast, so you listeners can only hear Will and I. We're doing it over Zoom, so I've got the benefit of seeing him. Mate, the smile on your face and that look in the eye when talking about the Mormon mission – you just stunned me. You, it's obviously something you're super proud of. Absolutely. Um, it helped me grow up in a lot of ways. I mean, I was still at home uh, before I left, and so uh, it helped me to mature a lot more, helped me to uh, learn the, the benefits of time management, uh, helped me to yeah choose how I react to certain situations because there were so many obstacles in a day, um, you know, there's obstacles in everyone's life, and yep. uh, how you choose to react to them is play, plays a you know a big um, big difference in, in your life depending on which way you go. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors at Griffin Air Conditioning. Griffin Air Conditioning offers the highest quality of air conditioning sales and service across the Sydney metropolitan area, providing installation and maintenance to commercial, domestic and industrial customers. Working with this team, you'll be guaranteed the latest services, technology and developments in the industry, as well as dealing with some legendary blokes. Visit griffinair.com.au and tell them we sent you for a cool deal. That's griffinair.com.au. From Meso at Camaray, what's the biggest lesson you took from Dad, his career and his ups and downs? Uh, well, well, Dad even would say it himself. He would, he would always say that he was the, uh, the crash test dummy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, if, if there's anyone that could teach me what not to do, he was the perfect man for the job. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone has different parenting ways and uh, uh, that's perhaps one of his... Uh, better parenting skills is showing us what not to do so we know exactly what we should do in certain situations i love it now this question i've got a real question mark over it's from a daily of the northern beaches you spent a number of years under des hasler what's your best crazy des story this crazy Des story um oh man what's uh it probably wasn't crazy. Uh, it was crazy to me because uh, it, it was a dream come true. But probably the, the day he pulled me into his office and um, said that I was making uh, my NRL debut. Um, yeah, I think that's every, you know, talk about every NRL player, that's that's a highlight in everyone's careers. You know, the day they get told to, that they're making their professional debut, you know, all the years of hard work and sacrifice, you know, all boys down to that one moment. Yeah. And uh, he was the man to deliver that speech to me but um and and probably otherwise just just the, the blow-ups <laughs> uh people have seen it you know on, on tv and they're, they're not they're not nice to be a part of especially when when you're the one that's uh being blown up at <laughs> sarah t asks fullback wing or center what's your preference but where do you think you played your best footy um i enjoy playing fullback um 
probably because he can roam around a bit more uh, on the field. Um, having said that, though, I played a lot of my juniors in the centres too. So mm. um, either or, um, I wouldn't. I mean, I started on the wing, but that'd probably be my least favourite position. I think that's sort of every outside back smooth transition into yeah. into first grade is to start on the wing. Um, but yeah, fullback or centre, and if I had to pick, probably fullback. Bill from Seven Hills, who was the hardest player to handle one-on-one and why? Um, one-on-one, probably a Greg Inglis. Uh, probably don't have to explain why. Yeah. He just types his highlights in, in YouTube and you'll see why. So, uh, yeah, and he's probably a lot of people's uh, players' uh, toughest opponent to tackle just because of his, yeah. Talent, strength, speed, everything. You're exactly right, mate. GI gets more mentions from that question than anyone else by a mile. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Grego from St. Helens asks via Instagram, what are you most looking forward to when you come over, Hopper? But I think he means Opper because that's what you'll be called for the next few years. Here comes <laughs> Opper. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to a new challenge. Uh, and obviously I'm coming to – you know, one of the prestigious clubs over there in St. Yeah. Helens. Um, a very strong club with a, a lot of um, success in their history. And so I definitely don't want to come, you know, just to make up numbers. Yep. Uh, it, you know, success is what they expect and um, it's it's what I'm, I'm training for. And so uh, I'm looking forward to, to that challenge and um, experiencing, yeah, the culture, the, the weather and meeting uh, new people. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, all of the above. Can't wait. The Juice King asks, Bulldogs mad, here I am, Hopper. Worried the club has signed too many outside backs for 2022. What are your thoughts? Um, no, I'm not too worried, to be honest. I think um, it was probably, you know, us outside backs that, you know, maybe let the club down. Um, I think the forwards done a great job this year. Uh, you got, you know, Hetherington, Josh Jackson, uh, Luke Thompson, Rafa Talamarana, I think uh, it's it's a good forward pack. But with, you know, the backs that they've signed in Burden and Adokar um, and the likes of those those players is only going to uh, add to, um, you know, the, the, the roster and the club. And I yep. think it's uh, upwards from him. Jason from Gaimia asks, your faith in Christ, Will, I can imagine how it helped your personal life. Has it helped you professionally in any way? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a big part of who I am and, uh, I feel like, yeah, it's, it's helped me to, uh, bounce back from, uh, certain struggles that come with rugby league, uh, injuries or distractions off the field because that's such a, an anchor and a pillar in my life. It helps me to, um, you know, be resilient in, in facing uh, trials and challenges. From Carol at North Rocks, the 2011 Premiership winning Seagulls side, awesome footy side, really tight group of friends it seemed. Was that intimidating as a young bloke? Uh, yeah, I suppose you could say that. I think um, intimidating slash um, something I aspired to. Yeah. I think just intimidating because they, you know, they, led, they were legends of the game. They yep. were the senior boys. Yeah. Um, Oh, you know, I even took photos with some of them as a kid, and here I am. I was uh, lining up alongside them, and so um, yeah, I looked up a lot to those guys, the Stewart brothers, uh, you know, Jamie Lyon, Steve Murray. Those are guys that um, really helped me 
uh, develop as a player and transitioning, you know, from the younger grades into first grade. So I owe a lot um, to those guys. You look back at that footy side, mate, and it had a little bit of everything. Jamie Lyon was the guy that had just that touch and that class, yet the other centre was the enforcer. Brett Stewart at the back had the speed and the footballing smarts. Then you look at the forward pack and there's a, there's an Anthony Watmo who runs through brick walls. It was just a really well-balanced footy side. Yeah, it really was. And, I mean, um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, time my introduction to the NRL with, with that team. Um, and so, uh, look, <laughs> I can't speak highly enough of that team and yeah. those players. I was lucky enough to play outside Jamie Lyon. He, uh, you know, gifted me a few of the easiest tries that I'd ever scored in my life. <laughs> and so he'd done all the hard work and I was reaping the rewards from it. And so, uh, yeah, can't speak highly enough of those that team and those boys. Tony at Wyong asks, your origin debut, what do you remember about it most? Probably the, the running out into uh, that type of atmosphere. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never seen a stadium so full where, you know, I was part of the event that was the reason why people came. Yep. Um, and so that, along with the win that we had, was probably the, the highlight of it all. Um, I was lucky enough to score a try in that game too. And so um, if I was to, you know, pull out two or three things, that'll be it. Um, the run out, the win and, and the try. I always like checking this one, Will. Who was your first New South Wales roomie and how would you rate them as a roomie? <laughs> uh, my, my roommate was um, Greg Bird. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Sticky done that on purpose to put the rookie with the vet. Um, but, uh, no, nah, Birdie was uh, – I loved Birdie. Um, I was a bit – you know, I wasn't sure what to expect because of I didn't know him personally before yeah. camp. Um, but no, nah, he, he made me feel right at home. He was obviously a an origin veteran at the time, yep. and um, yeah, he, he made me feel welcome. He was just himself, loud, funny, uh, and you know, made me feel good as a as a young buck coming through. I don't know if it was rookie and the vet. I'm saying they put the naughty kid in with the the good kid. <laughs> All that you can say. That. <laughs> as expected from you, young fella, you're open, you're honest, you're always a pleasure. You have been across all the years that I've known you in your career. I wish you nothing but success in the UK. We'll miss you. Good luck, legend. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, well. I appreciate it. There you have it, another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. We're the podcast that doesn't talk about the legends of the game. We're the one that talks with them, for you. Over the off-season, we've got two weekly podcasts. Tuesdays are Q&A day. Your questions, their answers. You legends are in complete control of the interview. Look out. Then the weekend story comes out. You guessed it, on the weekend. We're moving away from footy for this one and chatting with friends I've met along the journey, all with amazing, confrontational or emotional yarns. It proves you don't necessarily have to be a big name to have a big story. Before you go, we'd love for you to hit that five-star rating for us on the app you're listening on on the way out. Write a review too, we'd love that. It helps us grow the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.